Elder Scrolls Off the Record is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability. Starting at $19.95, choose from four styles and six colors. Use the code Off the Record for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty at TweakedAudio.com. Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode Big Three Zero. This is episode thirty. Remember, I said that episode twenty was a big deal. <laughs> we made the thirty. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me, as always, is the man with the master plan, Ivarwin. Joe, we have hit thirty today. We're thirty. Yay! We are thirty episodes old. It's time for our show to finally have its midlife crisis. I thought that was like 40 oh, or 50. Oh, Lou well, would I guess I'm... I'm yes. <laughs> yes, I would. I'm currently living that right now. Damn you all. <laughs> so, yeah, my main life crisis is podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> and the man I just insulted, because I love him to death, Mr. Louis Alon. Hello, Joe. You brought one. Hello, everyone in the chat room. <laughs> I think I make it here tonight. You know what's great, Lou, about you having a midlife crisis right now? What's that? You're still single, so you can definitely get the Ferrari and the young 20-year-old girl with the little booty shorts. And... Oh, that's right. Oh, boy shorts. Mm, yummy. Oh, you won't have to pay half of your crap towards a wife that you're divorcing either. <laughs> I can get the trophy, trophy mistress. Oh, something, good. <laughs> someone naive enough to listen to you when you say, what about... What about what about uh, a lollipop and some roller skates and knee-high socks and, you know, a polo? Killer outfit, a chainsaw. Oh, wait, sorry, that's that's all I thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. The other person who joined us with a bad joke is Mr. David. I've got plenty of those. Adams. Hey, everybody. I'm going to go down the list. Hello, Joe. How are you today? Great. You too. I'm doing fine. Hello, Varwin. How might you be today? Dave! How? Varwin! I am very well. You know, Dave, the last time I saw you that engrossed and tuned out, it turned out you were reading the adult video news. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Lou! How are you doing today, good sir? Dave, I'm doing well. How have you been? It feels like ages we've talked. It, it does feel like ages because some jerk made us stop doing this for a week. <laughs> I know. What a beep hole. Man. That Joe guy, he really stinks. 
He poops in the sand. <laughs> With vigor. <laughs> With vigor. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger. Well, since you heard our advertiser at the beginning of the show, we're going to get straight into the meat and potatoes. The potatoes oh. that are boiled, not mashed. But Joe, we have we have one more oh, wonderful... Oh, we do. We do. do. I am such a loser. All right. We have more. Why don't you tell us about something that I totally forgot because I, I suck. No problem, guys. Uh, this show has been, has been uh, given a wonderful, generous donation by... LN Steamer at LN Steamer is there is their Twitter. They are late night steamer podcast. These guys are absolutely hysterical. I had the pleasure of sitting down and listening to one of their shows today while while writing Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, now, if you're looking for a hysterical gaming general gaming podcast that's not like all the rest, okay, look no further than Late Night Steamer Podcast, a Steam podcast filled with news, reviews, discussions. And comedy available on iTunes. Listen to friends discuss the games we may or may not want to play. Episodes and their mumble server is available at latenightsteamer.com. And again, you can follow them on Twitter at LN Steamer. This LN show goes to you guys. Yes. All right, now can we do meat and potatoes? Yeah, we can do meat and potatoes now. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> We had a week off, like you all know, but I did pull together something I thought was halfway entertaining. I hope you all enjoyed it, the question mark episode during QGN week. Anytime I get to laugh and make myself look like a complete nut while I'm working out at the gym, listening to our shows is a good time, indeed, <laughs> which is exactly what happened. <laughs> it took me forever to make that, that episode. Because I uh, was too busy laughing and wanting to listen to every single little detail as I was trying to edit and put it together. It took a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But great selection, though, from all of our outtakes. I mean, um, the best, one of the, most, one of the best parts that I enjoyed about, about that episode was you can, you can hear the progression of the the quest show to Skyrim off the records early episodes, you know, then then Dave started joining in, and then you know, uh, you know, well, first Liz, and then and then Dave started joining in, and then we, you know, we got a little bit better. Like you can hear us getting a little bit better. You can hear the audio quality getting a lot better, you know, and you can hear like all of the ensemble just like you know, kind of coming in and. You know, and toward the end of it, it, it feels, and it's you know, it, it's the show that you you recognize now. That's what I like most about it. Podcasts only really? get better with time, like a fine wine. Would you really call us an ensemble, though? Isn't that a little bit too snooty for uh, what we are? Yeah, maybe, maybe it is a little too snooty. A half a half well, awesome. team. I'm totally gonna drink something with my pinky out now. <laughs> I'm going to grab some wine. A sip of tea <laughs> with a slight squeeze of lemon and one cube, please. <laughs> All right, we do have a show to get into. Um, I didn't have much playtime, believe it or not, during the last two weeks. During QGN week, my brothers made sure that I would not do anything show-related, which includes games related to shows. Good for them. They are good brothers. They were looking out for you. I would have done the same thing. I had plans to work through that week, silently and quietly. There's so much needed to be done, but they prevented me. So, <laughs> I didn't get that much time. And then this week, we are launching a new show, 
So I had that I had to deal with. So I have had very little play time in Skyrim. Not near as much as I would love to have had. But what I did find was a quest chain that I've never done before. That kind of threw me off my guard. It was short, but it was short and sweet. It was called The Blessings of Nature. And it starts in Whiterun. And you're going after a a, a dagger called Needlebane. Apparently, I can't spell because someone just corrected my spelling, which is okay. <laughs> is it is it nettlebane or needlebane? It's needlebane. 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 Whatever. It's a dagger that that makes a tree quench in fear. <laughs> you know what? It's it's needlebane on this show. Damn it! It's needlebane on this show. So when you come to this show, you leave your needlebane behind, and we'll give you a needlebane. <laughs> okay. Needle <laughs> fine. Fine. Behind, Mister. Fine, nettle, nettle bane. There's my pinky out. Um, <laughs> so, I uh, I got that. And but what really threw me off about this quest is when they take you to they they have you go into um, Elder Gleam Sanctuary. I'm saying that right, right? Come on, come on, everybody. Elder Gleam, yeah, with the big tree. Nope. For you, yeah, you're saying you're right. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Well, you go into this cavern, and it opens up into this, this massive open cavern that has holes in the roof with waterfalls coming out of it, and they did the lighting such in a such perfect way that it was actually a breathtaking room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I love it when they when they do that. I've never seen that, that room before. And the quest was interesting. Is I was sitting there, and they, some girl was talking about the roots and how it was important, and I was blah, 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 whatever. I'd ignore her. I <laughs> went up the path, and there's the these... Hugger. These giant roots blocking the way. I was like, huh, maybe she was, she was onto something. So it took me like 30 seconds or so to figure out to pull out Nettlebane. And as soon as I pulled it out and swiped the, the tree trunk, it you know flinched away. And all, all the time, the lady downstairs just yelling at me, don't hurt the tree! <laughs> as I continued to hurt the tree on my way up <laughs> to get this sap for the quest. It's, you know, whatever. I got the sap, and sure enough, those two of those... Um, those tree hugger thingy made a tree leave dudes. And yes, I am on lore tab right now because of pain meds because of my teeth. So bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we may tree need to say that one more time. One more time. Tree hugger thing tree dudes. Yeah, the tree yeah. dudes. Um, they're on the tip of my tongue. The, they're made of leaves. Spriggans. Spriggans, thank you. Spriggans. The Spriggandy okay. Deutsches. Spriggans. Spri- what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand me? No one can understand what you're saying. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Oh my. <laughs> well, they spawned, and I had to pull out my bow and take them out one by one. It was a piece of cake, really. Got out of there, and um, I thought that was actually a really creative quest. When you got turn it in, and it's all said and done, not much for it, but I liked the cavern. I thought that was really cool. I actually took a bunch of screenshots of it because I thought it was so awesome. But I, I really dig those uh, waterfalls, you know. And I got—I have to do Dark Brotherhood again. This is a new character, which is actually almost forty now. But I finally got to the point where I'm going to start doing Dark Brotherhood, so I can steal the twenty thousand again. Okay. So I got—I walked up into the lady of the old crone, Mrs. Um, wow, my brain's gone. I have notes in front of me right now too, which is the scariest part, and I'm still getting things wrong. Mrs. dies a lot whenever you play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you have to kill. Right. The old hag lady, the mean lady, the B-I-T-C-H, you know, Gris- that one. Grisella the crone? Yeah, gr- yeah, the kind. <laughs> Something like that? Well, I got tired of trying to figure out creative, 
Yeah, Greylord. Yeah, Greylord. I got tired of trying to figure out creative ways of killing Greylord, okay? Really got tired of it. So I just walked to the door, walked up to her, <laughs> shot one arrow, put her arrow right to her left eye, and walked out the door. In and out, done. And out and done, and, that, and there you go. <laughs> I was aiming for her between her eyes, but she, you know, moved slightly as the arrow came at her face, but... It was, right. it was still satisfying seeing her fly up in the air and her dress go everywhere as she fell back with an arrow stuck in her left eye. <laughs> Gray log left eye Lopez. Uh, sorry, that was bad. Gray- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What? Gray log left eye Lopez? Where, where's the Lopez come from? How- he, he totally just made a TLC <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went there. <laughs> I forgot about TLC. <laughs> uh, that was horrible because, uh, unfortunately, may she, may she rest in peace. Um, God, God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Anyway, <laughs> as I was walking out, I found out that I could nearly kill a giant in one hit to where he had nothing but a sliver of health left. And then I, I shot him again, and then I quickly found out after that that an elder dragon can eat me in one hit. And that, I'm sorry, I, I'm still laughing. I, I totally <laughs> missed everything you said. <laughs> so I walked out of that of the cavern, okay? I was huh. walking away from it. I saw right. a giant, so I decided to test my luck with him. Nearly took his health. I almost killed him with one hit with my arrow. He had a sliver left. Finished him. A dragon landed in front of me, and I quickly found out that an elder, elder dragon can eat me in one hit. Really? Yeah. It's a circle of life! <laughs> yeah, what they said. In a sing-song weird way. Um, yeah, so that was my week. That was my exciting week in, in Skyrim. And Wait, I got did, a, you re- huh? did you reload the game and like try and kill the elder dragon in the same spot? Well, I reloaded just, the like, game and then ran. Like a little happened? girl screaming. You ran like a little girl screaming? Well, yeah, that thing. I, I shot four O's into it. It looked at me and laughed and bit me. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> it's like he's understating a horrible shark attack. Joe, what happened to your leg? Uh, a shark bit me. <laughs> really? It's like one of those really, really bad cartoons. You see nothing but a bloody stump with two legs walking by. So, have a yeah. bad day. Yeah, it was fun. I do love my character, though. And I can't wait to play her in Dawnguard. Can't wait. Well, enough of my hijinks for the week. Uh, Lou, what about you, man? I want to hear Joe uh, keep going. I think he should do this whole show solo. (laughs) We just sit here and make wisecracks the whole time? I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Everyone's going to start sending me lore tabs in the mail. Here, take one of these every episode. Every episode, just... Shove one of those down your throat. It's <laughs> <laughs> on us. Here, take them. Take them. <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Oh, my God. Fun times. I actually, on my assassin character, I have paired up the wonderful mace of Moloch Ball with the Dawnbreaker. Can I just say that <laughs> combo is insane? <laughs> Holy God. Yeah, oh I can. My God, yes. I can imagine. So basically, you're swinging with your 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 Dawnbreaker and destroying undead left and right, and then when you swing Molag balls, you know, I'm getting a of, soul. <laughs> getting us a holy sweet. Oh, baby Jesus. it's it's a sweet combo. I'm loving it. I'm running out of gems. Like, damn it, I need to go farm some more. 
Um, and it's the fact that, yeah, you know, plus Black the Reach. sneak attack. Mm-mm. And Dead Space. What? Sneak attack? Oh. So, <laughs> what are you calling this combo of the the Moloch Balls and Dawnbreaker? You should call it the Balls Breaker. <laughs> Man, that actually fits. It does. That's how frightening it is. It actually fits. The assassin breaking balls combo. <laughs> Skyrim. In Skyrim. Yeah, so I have been just tearing through everything now uh, with that combination, except. The one elder dragon I encountered while trying to get a word of power at <laughs> some some temple. I forgot where it was. Oh, um, it wasn't Skyreach. I think it was yeah, Skyreach. Skyreach. Yeah, that's that word on top of the mountain. <sighs> where is that? You're talking to the wrong Skyreach. guy, man. I can't barely remember where where my uh, right my, my my right hand is right now. So. <laughs> I think it's on the right, Joe. It's on the right. It's on the right. Is that the it's, one with the, the L right. or the? Are they reverse L? Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, continue, Lou. <laughs> I mean, I, that that combo was working pretty sweetly until I encountered my very first Elder Dragon, and then he just pimp slapped me across the mountain and made me realize maybe I'm not that powerful yet. <laughs> I mean, I just hit 40 yesterday, so. Wow, hold the phone. Lose 40? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. That's an achievement. You're my hero, Lou. That's crazy. And I still haven't, according to other people, beat the game yet. I haven't taken down Alduin. Eh, I mean, heck. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. Delphine and that old fart. Yeah, that old blade old fart. They're still waiting for me at uh, Skyhaven Temple. <laughs> I'm putting that quest on hold for a bit. <laughs> But then I also realized that during the same gameplay, I kind of screwed up because I'm also trying to get, uh, what is it, is there an achievement for becoming Thane and all the holds? Yeah, I think there is, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of realized my mistake when uh, I didn't realize that in doing the Imperial quest chain where you had to regain all the Skyrim back, um, I actually advanced the quest to the point where General Tullius and the Legion are outside of Windhelm besieging it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I was actually going to Windhelm for a contract in the Night Mother, and then once I got there, I saw the entire uh, hold under attack. Like, oh no, no, no! <laughs> Damn it! So I'm attack gonna have to what? The Legion. The Legion's actually besieging Windhelm. Oh, great time to show up! Yeah, exactly. This is where you have to go and you know beat the stuffing out of uh, Ulfric. <laughs> Hi guys, coming to say hello. He doesn't have stuffing. He's full of milk. Milk. Yeah. Milk. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's still. He's kind of still upset that Brago beat him, but you know, <laughs> what can you do? And took his axe to the coward. <laughs> axe. Well, what do you want to do with it? Just put it in his head. There's a peace tree right there. There you go. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I got in there and just realized my mistake, and now I have to go back. Uh, at least a save or two. I got to find out which one I have uh, written down, where I didn't advance it that far for the uh, Imperial Quest Chain. I, that's I, I have two more holds. Windhelm is actually one of them. That's the only one left. Two, one out of two left that I actually have to become uh, in. And so I want that achievement. <laughs> that's where I currently am right now. Go for it, man. Go for yes. it, man. Get knock it, it out. 
Have you been doing any of the uh, Daedra quests? Well, once I uh, picked up the mace, because I picked the Dawnbreaker first, but then I wanted to have a try that combo mm-hmm. that I'm currently using. It's like, you know what? What if I paired that hope with Molag Ball so I wouldn't pick up the mace, and that's where I am right now. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. I think we should call this combo Lose Ball Breaking Combo. That's what we should call that. Ultra Super Ball Breaking Combo? Yeah, Lose Ball Breaking Weapon Combo, something like that. You know what? I'm driving the jo- Now I'm driving the joke into the ground. It's not funny anymore, thanks to me, so I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks a lot, <laughs> Done and buried. Thanks for destroying the joke. <laughs> You've been listening to Keth too much. Howie Varwini. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eve Arwen. Yeah. Oh, me. My turn now. Um, so I've been I've been uh, breaking dawn, uh, dawn breaking. I've been doing that thing with. Uh, yeah, I've been I forgot that. you were doing that. No, Dave, it's your turn. Awesome. All right. So. <laughs> okay. And Dave. Fine. <laughs> I'm gonna go. No. Anyway, um, this week I got pissed. Can we play a Wookiee sound real quick? Because I got some ranting to do. No, this is uh, Elder Scrolls. Here, I'll give you a pew pew. Okay, that'll work. Uh, you gotta keep talking. I'll find it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just play it in the background. Okay. Right, okay. Anywho, so <laughs> I started playing that Necro character that I wanted to do with where I was having all the summons and stuff. I got mad and I just threw it away because I spent probably a good four hours over two days trying to look for where I can start that... Uh, intro quest to the game after I installed that that uh, start a new life mod. Live another life. Live another life. Yeah. I got so pissed at it, I deleted that character and I removed that mod. I can't stand it. I, wow. I've had enough of it. I, I made a new character. I've decided that I've had enough of trying to do this necro thing. I'm going dual wield for when I go to become a vampire. And I've decided that when I get Dawn Guard, the first thing I'm going to do is become a vampire. Oh, Dave, so, I have the perfect Dean Rant sound effect for Elder Scrolls. You ready? You, yeah. you, you won't be able to hear it, but everyone else can hear it. Ready? Here we go. Oh, yourself! Alright, done. <laughs> what was it? I can actually hear it on, on his side. <laughs> it's obnoxious like you, Dave. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lou. You've ruined the game for me. Oh, welcome. <laughs> so Chaos, I deleted. Right, I started a new character, done. and I found out that um, I, I've already planned out my character before I even started playing. But I start the character fresh after I, I've deleted Sky UI. I've deleted pretty much every add-on I have except for like five. Why would you get rid of Sky UI? Okay, here's why. Because when I start my game, I the second you step off the carriage, my guy just walks out of the town. What do you mean? Without me doing anything. He just walks past all the people who are getting their heads cut off and just walks straight out of Helgen. Like your actual character, just... My my actual character without me controlling it. <laughs> what? Going. I can... We're good, I right? S- We're good. I <laughs> have the weirdest bug. So I've been going through one by one turn, like... Killing an add-on and and going back in, killing an add-on, going back in, and I've just I think I've had enough with it. Okay. So I'm so. gonna pull off all of my add-ons and just go without and see if that works. I may even end up having to reinstall completely because I may have messed something up. 
I don't think it's going to go that far. I mean, when I was having uh, texture issues, I would pull out like a sword or something. I'd pull out my weapon, whatever it was. And I could, th- there was no like texture on, on the sword. It was just gray blah sword shape. And um, I, I restarted my computer. Didn't help. Restarted the game. Obviously, that, that didn't help either. Tried this a couple of times, let it sit for like a day or so, tried it the next time, didn't work. So I uninstalled every single mod that I had, and that did it. So, well, I mean, if you just install uninstall all of them, it should help. Well, that means I'm going to have to go through Nexus Mod Manager, uninstall the, the nudie mods that I have on there. Well, I'm have to go that's, through- your, that's your first mistake, because that the Nexus Mod Manager, I found out, had was creating that that issue for me well that may be it which I is why we're not two or three in there yeah which is why we're not covering it on the show anymore it's just the the, the problem and nothing against nexus you know and and their their manager and their software it's not that it's it's the the people who the authors who put these mods together a lot of them don't like keep up with the mod so as the game updates itself on steam you're right. going to get mods that come into conflict because and they those, end up they break they do yeah, yeah it's exactly what it is if you get if you get you know mods off the steam workshop they automatically update themselves according to the newest version of, of Skyrim on steam so See, that, that's what I'm gonna it. have to do is like I'm yeah. I'm to the point now where I'm so sick of it messing up I'm pulling out all of my Nexus mods I pulled out all of my mods that I've got off of curse because I've done the cardinal sin and I use the, the curse um, auto updater as well. And so now I, ha- I have to pull out all of those. I'm just going to stick with what's on on Steam, which even then I barely use anything because all the good stuff they don't even put on Steam. It's it's all it's all the same mods anyway. I mean, I, I believe me, I, I checked. I mean, you, there's there's more. There are more mods on Nexus Mod Manager, which is why we we were using Nexus Mod Manager to cover our mod section for so long. But at a certain point. I mean, how many? I mean, how many armor packs and how many? You know, uh, you know. I, I have hot like and thongs. I mean, it's well, I don't use as many of those as some people would care from to believe that I do. The more often than not, like I have the lightsaber mod, which I had to get off of Nexus for it to be the right one. Yeah. I have the uh, the glowing arrows mod, which the only one that I wanted was on Nexus. I'd love to be able to get it off of. Um, Steam, but they don't even have it offered on there. There are so many, you know, these mods that are game-breaking are the ones that keep me wanting to play the game. Right. Well, I don't know. You know, I'm complaining about this, but if I really had a choice, I'd probably be on the PS3, because that's what I'd I'd want to do if I had one. You don't have a PS3? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, that was your DN. Rant. Oh, <laughs> yourself. My, my head's actually spinning from this this whole thing. He's he's upset about about one mod, and he's upset about all the mods. He's upset about Skyrim Nexus mod manager, and now all of a sudden, at the end of all things, I just wish I could have a PS3. <laughs> <laughs> when it all Man, comes I'd down to this, playing Skyrim on the PS3 every day. If I had one, I'm just saying. It's like watching a really hungry seven-year-old argue about uh, with his argue about his math homework. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's positives like, and negatives to everything, man. 
Yeah, PC may get mods, but yeah, it breaks it when they update it. <laughs> yeah. That happens. The PS3 happen. may be the most beautiful graphics, but it, it lags like crazy. Xbox yeah. is um, pretty um, much um, the lowest Xbox? in everything, but they get everything first. Yeah, see? Plus the <laughs> negatives there. There you go. <laughs> All right, Evarwin. Let's hear it. Is it time for me now? It's time for you. Oh, Can yeah. we just skip him? All right, moving on to Tamriel Times. Yeah, the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Some fans might get mad, Evarwin. No one's going to get mad. <laughs> it's mad. All right, all right. I did. Uh, okay, so I've been playing Dawnguard, right? That, that's been going on in my life, and I have a surprise for everybody. Mm-hmm. I took my character, Ivarwin, and I have done the unspeakable. The one thing you didn't think I would ever do. The one thing I said I would never do. He got married? You didn't poop in the sand. I became a vampire lord. Oh! <laughs> shock of the, <laughs> shock of the episode. <gasps> my heart! <gasps> my character that I was developing as, as a paladin who was a paladin all the way up until he got inside the castle. And, and Lord Harkin said, you got to make a choice. Sit or get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I said... But you see, sir, could... man who stand on toilet is high on pot. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. That was horrible. <laughs> did, uh, <sighs> did we actually say why, why Joe's on this medicine? Has that been... Toss. Yeah, everyone, Joe's on this medicine because he lost an arm in Vietnam. All right, let's <laughs> Oh, God. I spent three hours in a dentist today going through the worst pain I've ever felt in my mouth. So my, deni- my dentist said, here's a whole bunch of lore tabs and sorry. Well, Joe, that's how the teeth got broken in the first place. Tell him what happened when you got to the dentist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'd rather not relive that pain and misery. I kind of blanked it out. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Dave's like trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, in short, Joe's not a crack addict. He's just he's he had to go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, Paladin of Arwen is is a vampire lord, and he is a nasty, nasty vampire lord. Well, I would cons- I would you know think that most would be. No, yeah, I don't I think mean, too I, many I, I walk don't... around giving people roses. You know, no, he doesn't do that at all. He is he, you wouldn't expect this person to give out roses um, by the amount of people that he murders every day. <laughs> <laughs> The the way the way the vampire thing works is you you use you use your one skill that I don't I don't have the name of the skill all right um, but you, it's it's the skill that, that you, the main skill that you use in order to you know to to kill people and to you know suck the life out of them basically that the more people that you kill based on on the that skill and and the raised dead skill that you get as well. Um, the, the more people that you kill with this thing, the the better off. The, the more perks that you actually get for your vampire tree. That's basically how this works. So 
Um, what ends up happening is it get, it's like ultra, ultra fun when it's when it's brand new, but it does become a little grindy. I do have to say that. Um, but for me, it never really stops being fun <laughs> because it's for for most for, for most fights when you use this when you use the skill, it's a one shot. So you'll have some guy running up to you like some bandit out out in Skyrim, and he's like, "Oh, you sh- you should never have come here." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, guy." Boom, and, and he's like, he gets launched. Like it doesn't just like hit the guy and like you know sucks the blood out of him and you like drain his life, which actually I think is the name of the skill. I think it's life drain or something like that. <laughs> but you don't like drain his life or anything. It just it hits him like a like a Fusro Dawood and it like launches him like a couple of feet behind. It's it's hysterical. I had this one this one Imperial soldier was coming after me and I just I nailed him with this thing. And he did like a backflip and landed on his head. His head got stuck in the texture of the grass underneath him and his whole body like folded backward and like his legs were dangling like in the air. It was, it was hysterical. <laughs> I should have taken a screenshot of this. <laughs> um, I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with, with Dawnguard, but there, there have been a lot of people saying that, that there's a lot of bugs out there uh, regarding this thing. I haven't seen them yet. Not, I don't know. I've got about 10 hours of Dawnguard in. I haven't seen them yet. So, you know, we'll see. I'm sure I've just been very lucky. But what I have noticed is the the Vampire Lord is doesn't quite fit in some of the spaces in Skyrim. Going through caves, going through mines. And it's a little tough. You constantly have to go in and out of form as well because you can't you can't like loot chests, uh, loot bodies in vampire form. What? What? Why? What's going on? What I do? Nothing. Nothing. What? What? <laughs> you know, well, I'm just you know, they say not to stay in that that form for more than four hours without visiting a, a doctor. So, not to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was even Please bad for you. That was even bad for you, Dave. You're welcome. <laughs> So uh yeah, I, you know. It's it's kind of I'm like off track now, but <laughs> it's it's a little tough to get used to, but once you once you actually do get used to it, it's it's uh it's a lot of fun. So I've been I've been having a ball with my my vampire lord. Me and my vampire lord holding hands in Skyrim. It's great. And the raise uh the raise thrall ability is is great too. That's a lot of Oh. Fun. So you have the thing where you, you your vampire lord can actually summon isn't there something crazy they can summon as well? Oh yeah. Well, not gargoyle-looking demon summon. dude. It's not. No, well, I haven't gotten. I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, oh okay. All right. What I what I've basically been doing is just roaming around Skyrim, killing people in, in towns and houses and <laughs> <laughs> on the street. Well, when well, when you do get that, that the caves. <laughs> when you do get up to the thing where you can summon the dude or whatever it is. I need you to tell me definitively whether or not that takes up your one summon slot. You oh. know how it says that you can summon one undead creature, and if you resummon another one, 
it'll kill off your first one. Yeah. I want to see if you can summon a creature and have that doodly bopper with you at the same time. The doodly bopper. Uh, I yep. checked to see if doodly bopper is is uh, is it will take up that that slot. Please do, kind sir. Thank I shall. You. I shall indeed. There we go. Um, the pinky again. Spell existed. <laughs> I've. I, like I said, I've, I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying the the hell out of that. That's that's a tremendous amount of fun. Um, what I am missing though is not being able to go through the 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 Dawn Guard faction and get the armored troll. <laughs> that, been, well, that's what another character's for. That's what Lou would say. That's this is, right. This is true. This is very true. You do that one on the PC. You see. Yeah. 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 Uh, it'll 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 probably. I'll probably be playing the Vampire Lord right up until when the PC version comes out. Um, there's this question out there, you know, is are the Microsoft points worth worth the expansion? There's a lot of good and bad that comes with this expansion. I will tell you that. All right. Um, from what I can see from the Vampire Lord, all right, the 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 character itself is very awkward to move around. He he floats around and it's he's really stiff. Doesn't like I said because of his wings and he's very tall, he doesn't fit around a lot of places. It's it's a little awkward playing that. Um there are, I I keep hearing about these bugs. I haven't I haven't seen any of the bugs yet. So, you know, if you get hit with some of these bugs, I have seen a significant slowing of of my console though. My 360 doesn't slow down. And I've seen longer load times, so that that is that is one thing I have noticed. Um, but I'm having a great time with the game. So if you're a huge Skyrim fan and you've got a 360 and you can't wait to you know to download this, but you've been wondering like if if, it, if it's worth it, and you're you're looking at the reviews out there, the reviews out there have been like not that good either, and we'll get into that I guess later on. Um, but for me, I've been enjoying this a lot. And if if you even think that you might enjoy it, definitely get it. You know, if bugs and, and all that like doesn't bother you, definitely get it. Spend spend the twenty bucks, spend the Microsoft points. You're gonna have a good time with it for sure. Well, there goes our Banner Mayor topic as well. We got it all in one. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can uh, <clears throat> elaborate further. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's it. That's that's kind of like my shtick for the week, I suppose. Good shtick, sir. Would you like a ball to go with that shtick? Oh, sure. I'd love to have. Go outside some. and play some shtick ball. Shtick ball with Molag ball. Before I go any further in my stupidity, let's go ahead and move on to Tamriel Times. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times. Your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, your official and community news. Dongard. Mixed reviews? Indeed. Yeah, very unusual. Now, Skyrim was released with high praise and awards and reviews. Certainly the highest, the highest awards out there. Um, from just about everyone in the industry. However, Dawnguard's reception's been lukewarm at best. Uh, I did a little trolling around the internet, and one of the better reviews that came out of this was an 8 out of 10 by IGN. 
who I think gave this game a perfect score. Um, they gave Skyrim a perfect score back when it first came out. Yep. Yeah. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. GameSpot.com, 7 out of 10. Now, they gave Skyrim a 9 out of 10 back, way back when. Um, those are the ones I guess people really care most about. Okay, Kotaku didn't even give a, a numbered score. They just said that it's they're not wowed by it and they felt very underwhelmed. N4G.com, 6.5 out of 10. Leviathan, 5.5 out of 10. Oof. Yeah. Metacritic.com, 73 out of 100. So that's... That even points, that's, like, that's like more than 20 points less than the original Skyrim. Yeah, that's Metacritic. rough. Yeah. And what? why? Why are they giving such... It's because of the bugs. And it's because everyone is going Vampire Lord in the outset. And like I said, it's it's a little jerky to play around with. I have a few things to say about that, but we'll get into that in the next topic or in the next sure. segment. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's been zero news coming out this week. Um, so we had that, and there's this there's this other thing as well. Um, the Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion is 50% off on Xbox Live now. So for you 360 guys, uh, and if you haven't played the Oblivion, uh, the expansion packs and all that, you can get the DLC Shivering Isles for 1,200 Microsoft points and Knights of the Nine for 400 Microsoft points as well. Great, great buys. And if you haven't, if you're a huge fan of Skyrim and you haven't tried Oblivion yet, it's a great game. And our final news story of the day, yes, Elder Scrolls Online is coming out next year. I'm just saying that because we had a Twitter that was really funny earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> about someone who apparently was living underneath a rock and didn't realize that Elder Scrolls Online was coming out. <laughs> that's, all, awesome. that's for you, sir. <laughs> this happening. one's for you. <laughs> Made me but, chuckle. It was a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that tweet. I had a laugh over it myself. It was, it was good. Um, in other news, iTunes still sucks. Yeah, but we did fix one problem, though. We did fix one problem. And we can actually get new shows out, all except for the Star Wars show, which is what's making Yvarwin mad. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready to release the beast. All, since we're here, oh, I'm going to say it. We have a master feed, finally. Uh, Quest Gaming Network is on iTunes now, where you can find all of our episodes of all our shows as they come out. Now, the backlog episodes, no, they're not going to be there. But all the ones moving forward, including the host journals. Yeah, Joe, why didn't we do this earlier? I mean, this seemed like such a you know what you know what happened? I sat down in front of in front of the computer and I, I popped up iTunes to curse at it and I looked up our brand new <laughs> Quest Gaming Network, you know, in quotes podcast uh that serves as the master feed. And I saw all of our episodes that we did this week just right there. Yeah. It, just, it was great. It was great. So I mean, if you're all of and another, I think we had another tweet come in as well that someone was asking, like, you know, well, are your are your individual shows going to still have their same feeds? Yes, they are. We're not going to get away from that. That is still something we will always do. If we have a new show, we are definitely going to. It's got to have its own feed. It will always uh, appear on its individual feed and on our main feed. Yeah, yeah. This this master feed thing. This is for you know the diehard you know Quest Gaming Network fans and and. I think there's one out there. Yeah, um, at least one. One, Liz. <laughs> well, two if you count Fred. 
Fred. Fred's going to make great use out of this. He's got <laughs> stop shopping. You go right there. You, you just type in iTunes Quest Gaming Network. It's the little white icon, and boom, pops right up. And all of our all of our shows are right there. It's great. Beautiful. Yeah, we were really happy to be able to get that up and running. And listen for some more uh, host journals coming soon. I'm going to be doing a new one here really soon. And I'm still trying to talk these other hosts into doing one over here. <laughs> Go ahead and email them, guys, and prod them to death. Like, Twitter them about it. Say, hey, do one. Come on, do one. Oh, uh, I'm trying to. I still <laughs> – I've done three of them, actually. And every one of them I've gotten rid of because it's just – it's just angry and inappropriate or, or like I can't string a thought together and it's just it's, – it's awful. Every one of them has just been horrible. So I'm like, nah, I can't release this. It's just, you know, it's stupid. You can do it. All righty. Um, before we go any more, any more weird on this, let's go ahead and go on to the Bannered Bear. Welcome to the Battered Mare. What can I get you? And here we are in the Battered Mare. <sighs> so, <laughs> yeah. We just get, get done with a, a 4K run? <laughs> that break, man. We actually took a break in between these last two segments, and that break, you'll hear at the end of the show, I swear. Yeah, it was, that was a good time. We, we had a lot of laughs. <laughs> we revealed a Varwin's name. Stay tuned. <laughs> and apparently her, her state while giving birth to me. <laughs> and Dave's mother, too. All right. The Bannered Mare. News reviews for Dongard have been underwhelming, like we had just said. To say the least. Yeah. Yeah. What do we think this reflects, if anything? What are the issues that have been cited on this? Well, um, additionally, you know, also we wanted to, just so this isn't so negative, if it, if it does become negative, because, you know, I don't know really exactly where, where we're going to go with this. Um, but Lou also brought up a good idea, too. And he wanted to, Lou wants to know, uh, what, what future DLC content would you like to see as tie-ins to the Elder Scrolls Online and for Skyrim? For example, uh, in The Elder Scrolls Online, you're creating the myths and the legends. In Skyrim, you're dealing with consequences and or trying to rediscover what your predecessors fought against. So we kind of have like a two-sided bannered mare topic thing going on here. So we'll, Let's I guess we'll talk cover the first one first. Yep. And I do have something to say really quick on this because it's actually a two-sided coin. All yeah. right. The one side is that what's making people so upset is that it took seven months for this DLC to come out, and it's coming out with these massive bugs. That's where a lot of the reviews are hitting on the negatives. That's what they're looking at is saying, oh, this came, we had to wait seven months, and now we're getting this? On the other hand, the Vampire Lord is a different type of animation that's abnormal to what the original game design was. So they did their best to try to make it fit, and it's going to be clumsy especially in those close bases. So in their defense, I can see where the, that bug can happen. Um, now, can't open chests and loot. That's kind of awkward. I don't think that should have been in there. Um, but the lag and the freezing of consoles, 
I've even Liz was mentioning that at specific points where it would freeze or lock up on her. Um, I, yeah, that's just in some ways I'm kind of like backtracking on what we said last week, or yeah, and saying you know, um, okay, thanks for letting it come out in a month early for the 360. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they're going to get these kinds of bugs, you know, worked out ever. Um, I don't think, like, for example, the the uh, un- inability to, to loot while in vampire form and open up the chests. You know, I don't think that's that uh, that's a bug. I think that's a, des- a design decision. It probably is. So you don't stay in that form at all times. Right. Which is exactly what I would have done. I, I, I'll tell you that right off the bat. I mean, um, once I walked out of the area in which, and I'm, I'm being I'm being general on purpose. Um, once I walked out of the area where you do become a vampire lord, the first thing I did was change it to vampire form, and then went out there and was looking to wreak havoc on the world. Um, I had to do a couple of quests first. Well, I'm pretty sure you were along with like 99.9999999% of everyone else on 360, <laughs> except for that yeah. one little guy in front of his 360. <laughs> I'm going to be different. Hi. <laughs> Waste two minutes and then turns into his form. Ultra, ultra roleplay his, his character. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I definitely would not have, have changed at all if it wasn't for, for this. The, the problem comes in where every single time you want to loot a, a corpse or you want to open up a chest or this was another another thing that, that came up I couldn't get past a door because in vampire form because I had to switch out of it in order to lockpick the door hmm. so that that happened for me as well so um, you're changing yeah, you gotta figure with those demon hands that are extremely long nails you kinda, just use your finger now maybe Oh, the guy is so damn big. I mean, you'd think he'd just kick the thing open. <laughs> <laughs> just rip it off the hinges. Pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I am so sorry power. for interrupting you all the time. No, it's, it's, it's okay. So, well, you don't have to hit yourself. <laughs> but it feels so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shutting up. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Dave, uh, you got anything on that? Well... How do you feel? You know, I realize that I, I, you know, I could say this for every game I've ever played. There's always going to be bugs, always. That's and it, that's expected. But with stuff that's game breaking, I don't. I get that people are 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 mad that they get up to that point and it's it's game broken. They can't continue on. But do you really expect that it won't be fixed? Yeah, it may be fixed when the, the PC one comes out and the PS3 one, so they can do them all at the same time, but it will be fixed. Right, but the thing is, is number one, from what I've been hearing, it, there's been so many bugs out there. And I, like I said, I haven't experienced a single one. I'm just going on what's, what's on the internet. Right. From what, I can, from what I can see that the internet is reporting and take it for what it's worth, um, there's just like so many bugs that's that's in this that they can't possibly get to all of them, you know, before it hits, you know, PC and PS3. Um, additionally, there is also this this thing too, which which I read and I thought was a very interesting thought. Why are there this amount of bugs being reported when they did have a beta, a sizable beta too? I mean, there was a tremendous amount of people in that beta, but it was also very short. 
Yeah. In terms of beta, that was short. It was. It was, what, like a week or two? Two yeah. weeks? Yeah. So, I mean, there is that, but I don't know. Like, if you're going to, why have a beta then? If you're only going to do it two weeks, why have a beta? Because there are so many bugs that came out for this. It's like, you know, it seems as if they didn't do anything with that, that information. So, I don't know. What about you, Lou? I mean, I, I'm kind of not surprised. I mean, when is Bethesda ever released a game that wasn't bug free? Uh, <laughs> I don't right. know of a game that right. has ever been released that was bug free, honestly. Yeah, exactly. It can't happen. But yeah, I do. Pong. I remember when Tom. we were working on um, ATV Off-Road Fury 3 for PlayStation 2, and we would have the testers would be sending us in bug reports like by the minute. Where we had thirteen thousand reported bugs, and they they class them by classification. So you have A class, or it was S class, A class, B, C, and that was it. And D D class was not very used, but a C, S class was like the highest priority because that was a legal issue. That had to be fixed. We couldn't even release a game with that in there. And A class refers to a crash bug, something that literally crashes a bug or crashes the game entirely, or does something screwy. Those had to be fixed immediately as well. And then B classes were game hindering, freezes, lockups, and C class visual audio bugs. Minor stuff. When we launched that game, we had reported 1,100 B class and over 10,000 C class bugs still in existence in the game. And the game was hardly noticeable in bugs. And there was over 10,000, you're saying? Reason is, is that they were, called, they were basically called um, rare occurrence, or specific rare occurrence. So the bug would be seen once. And it would take him literally several weeks to repeat that bug and find out where it happened again. Well, I'm sure you know this game has a lot of those as well, um, which you know are are rare. But it's yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not trying. To, I'm really, I'm honestly not trying to harp on the bugs. I'm just basically saying that this is what's what's out there, what's being told on the internet, and um, just raising the questions. You know, why are <laughs> Why are so many of them in there? Uh, you know, this uh, news news for the ratings for for the for the uh, DLC kind of reflect, you know, this the the bugs that are out there. Mm-hmm. I think that's but everyone's biggest complaint is that, about. It. Is that really right to judge a game by its bugs and not what's actually included? Because if the bugs get fixed, that rating still stands, right? Well, that's the thing, though, is it determines on what kind of bugs. I mean, if it was major crash, you know, crash-inducing bugs that you can't even play the game at all, then yeah, judge it on that because that's you should never release a game like that. If it's yeah. just minor occurrences, like oh, the demon lord looks funny going to this cave, then no, that's retarded. Judge it by its content. I don't think so. I I don't think it is it is good to to rate a game based on on the bugs. Now, I mean they're saying they're saying there's a lot of a lot of bugs in the game and that's the reason why they're they're giving it low reviews. And I guess I can understand that. And but when you say Dave that if they go fixed and the rating still stands, you know, 2 years from now the bugs have been fixed, but someone goes, you know, "Oh, gee, you know, I'm thinking about getting that that huge uh DLC pack. Let me check out the ratings. Oh, they were kind of low." Yeah, you know that's retarded. I mean, you have to judge by the context. Everything, everyone that I've that's talked not to, that's not reflective of what it is. 
Everyone I've talked to has loved the content of Dawn Guard so far. Alright, it's Skyrim edition. But yeah, the bug thing is ridiculous. I'm sorry, I just can't go for that. And we didn't we didn't go for that in the beginning of this show when Skyrim first came out and everyone was complaining about the bugs then too. Yeah. We didn't go for it at that point either. I encountered some pretty nasty bugs in my early playthrough, but you know what? I'm still playing it. Yeah, I remember at one point you had like a level 20-something character and you had to like get rid of that character because of the bug. I had to roll it back like six levels. Ah, uh, yeah. And I mean, that's, The game wouldn't even load. That's pretty yeah, harsh. Yeah, I've had a few of those. That's, that's insanely harsh, but you know what? I reloaded them. I did it again because I loved the content, and I still do. I still run into these random bugs that causes random freezing. I can't use my horse. I can't do combat on my horse right now, but I still play the game. I still ride my horse. I don't try to shoot things, but I still ride my horse. Yeah. Same thing applies. One, one of the other things that, that uh, some of the reviewers out there were saying is they don't like the fact that you're forced into third-person perspective with the Vampire Lord. Mm. And, and the reason why we're, we're guys... All right. The reason why we're we're talking about the Vampire Lord so much and, and issues with it is because that's ninety eight percent of what's out there right now is the Vampire Lord. Everyone is playing the Vampire Lord right now. That is most of what people are doing in Dawnguard. At well, the yeah, moment. that was like the biggest draw into Dawnguard. Correct. You know, a month from now, once everyone starts playing, you know, uh, their their vampire lord, and they're going to start, you know, going the other way, and we'll be we'll be talking about that as well. Um, my, certainly, my my gameplay reflects the vampire lord as well. So, you know, the the, the fact is is uh, they don't like the fact that you're getting pushed into third person perspective when you jump into the vampire lord. This now, for me, that's the way I always play. <laughs> well, you're you're actually forced into third person. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see why though. He looks cooler that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus he's not the normal size of a normal character either. They'd have to do work on setting the camera to yep. a different height. They exactly. have to do work for you know, resizing different entrances and exits so that you automatically can walk through them and aren't just bumping into them without knowing why. When I was, a, again, a game designer, there were so many cool features we wanted to add into a game, but couldn't because logistics involved with doing it. Like, when you're so close to finishing a game and someone has a great idea of like, hey, why aren't we going first person in this Vampire Lord? The designers are going to sit there and groan and put their head on their desk because that means, you know, another four days of sleepless, of, of constant work. Because of just doing that, even though they can put the camera in there, and it's not that hard to adjust that camera, but then you have to adjust it depending on different situations. And then, not only that, it opens up a whole new world of bugs, because as soon as you pop out, is the camera going to screw out if you screw up? If you're in this certain area, this world, that certain mm-hmm. time, it's a logistical nightmare. Putting it where the camera's already in a fixed position, you already know it works in third person, why not? True, but then Elder Scrolls games have always had a first-person perspective as well. So you would have thought that they would have, you know, through the years, realized players enjoy both third-person and first-person point of view. Well, you know what I think this is? I think I think someone had fun on that Game Jam video and made a Vampire Lord on a fluke. And I think the fan fan response for that one part of the video was absolutely overwhelming. Certainly, we, we went crazy over it on this show as well. 
I think Bethesda heard their fans screaming, oh my god, how cool would that be? I and they said, over crossbows, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think they said, you know what? Why don't we do this for the fans? And then they started getting into it and they started to realize there's going to be some issues with this because he's tall, he's he's broad, he's got the wings. Um, I think they wanted to – I think they found themselves between a rock and a hard place. Logistically, it's a lot of work and you know we're going to have to – you know, do all this to make sure that the fans get what they want, but at the same time, it's not going to work 100% perfect because we are trying to, you know, help the fans here. They they could have made the uh, Vampire Lord smaller, but then he would have looked goofy. Then he, yeah. yeah, yeah, he would have looked like a, a size one character from Swotor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> By the type you one, know, two, three, four. <laughs> hey, look, there's my twin on the fleet. On the fleet, there she is. Um, oh, man. Now, one thing that that I'm kind of seeing as a positive perspective from this is if so many people are forced to play in third person, that may give people a new view on Skyrim, which could, in, in, in essence, lead them into the Elder Scrolls Online where they're forced into third person yet again. This could end up being a good thing. It could help broaden the horizons. Yeah, I, I thought about that, and I think for some people, you you might be right. It might they might. I think there is a, a a percentage of the player base out there saying, you know, the vampire lord thing. I'm in third person. You know, it's not so bad. I'm actually getting the hang of this, and maybe that Elder Scrolls Online thing won't be won't be as bad as I thought it is. They'll, they'll never admit to that, but yes, I'm sure that their <laughs> their little Evarwin voice in the back of their head is going, "Hey, dude, this ain't that bad." Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> what a little Arwen voice. Everyone has that little Arwen voice in the back of their head. Oh, Dave, how Arwen-y of you. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess uh, we're ready to move on to our, our next topic here. Let's yep. let's switch gears. Oh, yeah. Flip the table on its side. Anything I have to say about this one? I have no idea. I totally forgot what we're going to talk about. Let me read it off. Again. <laughs> uh, Lou is asking the question, what future DLC content would you like to see as a tie-in to the Elder Scrolls Online and Skyrim? For example, Elder Scrolls Online, you are creating the myths and legends. In Skyrim, you are dealing with the consequences and or trying to rediscover what your predecessors fought against. Jeez. That's a tough know. one, really. Lou's always got these amazing, amazing questions. This is why we had you constantly writing emails for, for the, the quest show. Cause <laughs> I, I got one. I got one that's probably the most biggest, obvious slap in the face that you could possibly think of. Yeah. Yay, D-Enforce. Yay. Multiplayer. We need multiplayer <laughs> in Skyrim. If you want a stepping stone into the Elder Scrolls Online, give us multiplayer in Skyrim. Yes, please. Yes, yeah. please. Yes, Multiplayer in Skyrim. I'd also love to see more professions, especially if they add in oh, multiplayer. Guys, I have the answer to everything. What's up? Yeah. Pirates. Pirates! No. Peg pirates. leg orc. Oh, God. Yep. You know, we had, a, <laughs> we had a great streak going for this show, man. Blocking <laughs> <laughs> mounts! I need a dragon! Ah! <laughs> Where's my dragon mount? <laughs> 
I, I got nothing. I'm done. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Bye, guys. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> you far win. You far win. <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, no. Lou, do you have anything? <laughs> yeah, I'd actually... Ah, I thought so. Well, for... Let's see. If we start with the Elder Scrolls Online... I'd like to see a time frame where the Outmarried Dominion and the Thalmor actually begin their campaign against the Blades and eradicating them through all, all Tamriel. Hmm. Oh, you know what? That actually occurred to me just now, Lou. They keep on hinting at the Dwimmer in the Elder Scrolls yeah. and their trailers. Yeah. I would love to see some kind of hidden resurgence of the Dwimmer coming back based off of what happened in the Elder Scrolls Online. Like some hidden quest, or some quest you do in Elder Scrolls Online that is yeah. for the Dwemer. You hide them in a certain area that's been locked away for, you know, 3,000 years, and go oh, look at it in Skyrim. Guess what? Um, I, I'm trying to ignore the chat room. I don't know what's going on in there right now. <laughs> I, here's, here's the issue that I, that I see, I see with, uh, with, with this. When the Elder Scrolls online comes out I don't think that there's going to be a lot of people playing Skyrim anymore and, and not because oh the Elder Scrolls is out now and I'm going to go play that no not for that reason I think it's just going to be at that point I think the game is going to be almost a year and a half old to a year and a half old close to two and I just think people are going to be over and done with it at that point and no one's really going to want to go back you know, I mean, you get the diehard fans that always go back to Oblivion and, and Marwind, but I think we'll be left with that. So I don't think it's, I just don't think Skyrim's going to be totally relevant when uh, we get to the point with with Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Well, with the future DLC content planned, I remember they're also going to do other stuff. So, I mean, they still have the other regions of Tamriel to just, you know to work with. Like you have Somerset Isles, okay. You can go there, onward. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they if they keep it fresh and vibrant with DLC, then I, I would yeah, then I could see how, you know, how that would how that would happen. How people would still be interested. Certainly, I, I would. Every time there's DLC for this game, I'm going to be all over it like white on rice. You know, we still get a lot of emails of fans saying that they don't want Elder Scrolls Online because because Bethesda needs to put their resources into more single player games. And I hate having to do this, but we have to keep reminding everybody that Bethesda is not making Elder Scrolls Online. Right. They're working on other one-player content, so... Yeah. That's that's still pretty cool that they kind of, like, outsource that, so they're both going at the same time. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not outsourced either, though. No, it's a part of their company. It's just yeah, a different it's just, division. It's just a different division. It's, all, it's the same company... Well, that's still, what I mean. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean to say it's like completely outsourced. I like that they have two teams working on separate content for separate games. You know, at the same time, that's that's nice that they're not just like, "Hey, everybody, Skyrim's old. Let's go over to Elder Scrolls Online." That, that's that's awesome that they're keeping up with Skyrim yeah. while we're waiting for Elder Scrolls Online. In you know, baking in the oven. And while we're playing Elder Scrolls Online, they'll be baking in Elder or Elder Scrolls Six. Oh God! Oh yeah! And by the time that gets into like its its second expansion, Elder Scrolls Six will come out, and then we'll have another expansion coming out for Elder Scrolls Online. It's a wonderful cycle. Now that is what I would like to see. I would like to see. 
I would like to see, like, uh, this is what I want to happen. When the, when the Elder Scrolls Online comes out, all right, at some point they are going to come out with an expansion to that, to that MMO. I would like to see the expansion tie in with the Elder Scrolls 6 in some way. Either it's as, you know, um, elementary as you doing all this stuff in, in the expansion to the Elder Scrolls Online and then Elder Scrolls 6 comes out and it's, you remember a couple of thousand years ago that lone hero and his friends uh, save the world? Well, that guy's coming back and now you are the guy that gets to kick his butt. <laughs> like even if it's something as like simple and elementary as that, like I'd be totally into that. I think that would be I think that would be just be that would be amazing. Oh my god, if they did like a timed release too and a midnight opening, oh my god, I would probably plaster my face everywhere and <laughs> on someone's window and just like camp out for like years. <laughs> if I want to be no, ner- would be Joe would have us doing a point 0.9. <laughs> point 0.8, point 0.9, point 0.9.2, point 0.9.4. <laughs> yeah that would that would be amazing that's what i would like to see the kinds of tie-ins with elder scrolls online to the elder scrolls franchise i'd like to see something like that well ladies and gentlemen this show isn't going anywhere so you'll be hearing us talk about it when it happens indeed so there there's a lot we'll of good things coming out house. and people still get an, get the wrong impression about elder scrolls online i mean i can't wait for that game of everything we've seen and we've talked about I can't wait for it. And it's going to be just as amazing as other Elder Scrolls games, but on a different level, different scale. I'm okay with that. It's like an epic Elder Scrolls fix in between the other Elder Scrolls fix. <laughs> really? Because I'm, I'm, I'm very upset by it. You would be. Oh, where's my... No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. <laughs> You got anything else you want to say, guys? We move on to the crafting table. No, that's 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 it. I I uh, I'm good. Lou, sir. Anything else? No, that's it for me. I mean, a lot of potential there, and we had a lot of great ideas. Man, Bethesda, <laughs> please <laughs> implement some of them. <laughs> oh, I got one. I wasn't even going to ask you. Okay, I want <laughs> Bethesda to team up with Mojang to make Skyrim. Minecraft. Mine rim. Oh. <laughs> Mine rim. Mine rim. Mine rim. Skycraft. But it has to have dragon melts. Alrighty then. We're going ahead and move on to the uh, crafting table. Ow! Son of a bitch! And here we are in the crafting table. Your mods and other game enhancements. What do we got today, Varwin? Joe, I got something that's going to enhance your game like you wouldn't believe. Have you ever been walking around Skyrim and thought to yourself, oh my gosh, I could totally use like a whole bunch of money? Have you ever said, gee, wouldn't it be great if I had a debit card? I would totally love a debit card in Skyrim. Well, you can have Bank of Skyrim by J.B. Schroeds. Yes, a mod that will install bankers in all major holes, capitals like Whiterun, Solitude, Riften, and yes, even Windhelm. <laughs> 
who are ready to receive <laughs> your investments. You can deposit money and receive promissory notes. Take out loans for 30 days. Size the loan based on character level. If you default on a loan, your investments will be seized in a, ba- in a bank and your wife will be taken out of her home, kicking, dragging, screaming, grabbed by her hair and thrown into a vault. Receive daily variable interest on investments depending on duration of investment and risk level you choose. And beware, though, there's a penalty for withdrawing too early. Just like a real-life CD, invest in merchants. The more you invest, the more they have. Sign me up, please. How many can I get? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. So that's the most interesting (laughs) mod we've ever discussed just by that. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> Bank of Skyrim, guys. Bank of Skyrim. If you're able to hear any of that nonsense, <laughs> this is a mod basically that's going to put bankers inside of all the major capitals in Skyrim. So you can deposit money and get promissory notes from it. You could take out a loan for 30 days. The size of the loan is going to be based on your character level. All right, if you default on the loan, no, they're not going to take your, take your wife out of her house, buy her hair, kicking and screaming and throwing her revolt. They're not going to do that. Now she'll go but willingly. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> They'll send the brute squad. All right. They will seize your investments. So. Um, you're going to get uh, daily variable interest based on your investments, depending on the duration of the investment and the risk level you choose. All right. However, if you do default on them, they're going to – you're going to be paying penalties. And you can invest in merchants, so they'll actually have more money. So you can finally sell off all of that. Isn't that kind of a cheat, though, on that end? Because you have that option when you get high in on Speechcraft? Yeah. You know what? I I would say that, at that on that end, yeah, I would say it's definitely a bit of a cheat, without a doubt. So um, use it at your own discretion. Yeah. I mean... I didn't. I guess I didn't think of that when I when I I was so like knocked out when I saw this on on the uh, on the workshop. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And I guess I didn't think of that. In any event, <laughs> leave it to Joe to put a freaking nail in the tire. There we go. <laughs> now we have a flat, but that's okay. <laughs> Figured a way to patch it. <laughs> put that plug back in your ear, Dave. <laughs> Um, so, all right, the mod's not as complicated as you think, though. All right, uh, we got a quote here from the author who says, additionally, all right, bankers in the major holds will spend their day at their table in their respective holds' palace. Uh, the smaller hold bankers hang out in the Jarl's longhouse. During the evening, these bankers hang out at the local inn, drinking their stress away, apparently. <laughs> the Markarth banker spends all of her time in the treasury house. Bankers in the major holds have a book at their table that goes into more detail on each of these features. Before you subscribe to the mod off of the, the Steam Workshop, take a look at, at the details that the author lists. There are some known issues regarding this. They're not game-breaking, nothing like that. Um, but you should be aware of, of what you're downloading, of course. So that's it. That is uh, Banco de Skyrim. Mini mod idea to procedic order. Sigic. Sigic. Uh yeah, while searching around today for, for a mod to feature on the show, I found this little jewel, which is the Sigic Order by CW Stein. And it's a robe. That's all it is. It's it's the Sigic Order robe that you can you can wear on your character. That ain't all it is, it's sexy. <laughs> it's it's totally it, it's uh, it's awesome looking. So you got obviously you can get this off Steam Workshop as well, and uh, 
they, he says that you can look for them at the College of Winterhold near where the midden entrance is. It's on the floor. So that's where you'll, where you'll find it. So it's a quick little download. You go to the uh, – run over to the College of Winterhold. Look for the midden. It's, uh, it's basically the, the sewers of, of College of Winterhold. If you don't know where that, what that is, it's the sewers. And you'll, you'll find it laying on the floor right in front of the entrance. That's it. The Sijic Order. By Fair Sijic. enough. The Pasijic Order. Sijic. Sijic. Pasijic. Sijic. Who this Pasijic Order? And we're going to move on to the Elder Scrolls so Luke can rant on about awesome stuff and make us all look pathetic. fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. I'm just kidding, Luz really is my hero. And we are in the Elder Scroll. Lore's Luing Lore... Lure, Lure, Luing. Uh, yeah, that guy over here is going to talk about some really cool stuff. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you, Joe. Yes, today's lore segment, I wanted to cover one of the name dragons in the game. Most particular, because I haven't seen him yet, <laughs> Parthenax. You know, I guess that big dude that hangs out in Hrothgar. And I really wanted to see, because I, I saw a quote uh, that he speaks of, and it says... What is better, to be born good or to overcome your evil nature through great effort? To be born good. A lot less stress. To overcome your evil. Totally, if you overcome your evil, you get to start out by killing people and then ask for forgiveness. It's hilarious. So you get to have your cake and eat it too? Yep. That's right. <laughs> mm, ideas. Anyway, Parthenax, or as he's called the Old One by the other dragons. He is the leader of the Greybeards and the brother of Alduin. I like... Hold on. Yeah, I was going to mention this too. How detailed yeah. Lou gets. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Lou, you, you totally glanced over the fact that you actually thought to include the symbols for the dragon language of his name. In yeah. the show notes yeah, for an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't easy. This wasn't a quick copy and paste thing. Like, I'm clicking on this... Every one of these symbols had to have been copied and pasted in here, because they're all—they're all their own image. Image. <laughs> Lou, you amaze me. You're the man. We gotta, Joe. We gotta do something. To, maybe we can like transfer this from the notes onto like the post or something. Or halfway tempted to. Yeah. There's got to be something we could do with that. I'm all right, this. Lou. You were saying. Well, as Alduin's brother. Parthenax would serve as his chief lieutenant during the Dragon War in the Rethic Era, which was the time before history. If everyone remembers, if we're going back that way back, like way back. If it's the time before history, then how does anyone know about it? That damn paradox, stop it. <laughs> we're not doing Doctor Who here. And with the breadth of the Dragon War, it would see Parthenax earn his fearful reputation as the myths speak of the terrible atrocities that he committed against Nern, and especially mankind in particular. Now, sometime during the Dragon War, Parthenax and several other dragons would betray Alduin and turn against him. 
Now, the Nordic legends state that the direct intervention of the goddess Kind is behind this betrayal. Say that you know she would actually send Parthenax to Nern to assist mankind in the war. However, according to the big man himself, he says that he, it was the false claims that Aldwin have of being a god was the reason that drove him and the other dragons to turn against him and leave his army. Now, from this betrayal, Parthenax and other dragons would teach mankind the draconic language and how to use Thum. Now, armed with these new abilities, we all know what happens, right? Mankind was able to fail against Alduin and his followers and subsequently banish Alduin from Mundus. However, Parthenax, you know, being a dragon, knowing what a dragon is, who he is, the dragons always possess that innate lust for power. So being fearful of reverting back to the savagery and cruelty he had once committed during the Dragon War, he exiled himself and he lived in seclusion and the peak on the throat of the world. There, he just wanted to meditate and focus on the way of the voice, which we all know is that pacifist creed that was developed by Jurgen Windcaller that preached that the Thum should only be used for worship and glory of the gods rather than martial exploits. Now, it was the same time frame that Windcaller would go on to create the Greybeards, that monastic order that was dedicated to mastering the way of the voice. Also, remember, Windcaller would also help create High Hrothgar, that monastery that housed the Greybeards. And here, also at this tiny same time frame, according to the legend, Parthenax became the Grand Master of the Greybeards. Okay? However, he would still continue to live separate from them because he didn't want to be exposed. He didn't want the opportunity or the chance to actually slip back uh, to being the, the cruel, savage beast that he was eons ago. However, during all this time, the first, particularly in the first era, 420, he started to visit. This one dragon, hey, it was called Numenex. You know, that little guy, or that big guy who was in prison in Dragon Reach? <laughs> and one of his fondest memories would be that he was visiting Numenex because he could feel the loneliness that he had being imprisoned in that reach, in that hold, and was disturbed by his captivity because after being there for so long, Numenex would forget his own name. Now, at the end, or actually towards the end, uh, the Blades. We all know they were fearsome dragon slayers. Well, that's what they started off as before they became the Emperor's personal bodyguard. Remember, they keep a record, and they kept a record of all the known surviving dragons in the Dragon War. And according to their own book, which is called The Atlas of Dragons, Parthenax is recorded as one of the only dragons that survived. Well, we don't know how that went. <laughs> now, given his history and atrocity that he committed during the Dragon War, the Blades had its vendetta, and they want to eliminate him and bring him to justice. And as a couple of final notes, uh, if you're wondering what that uh, draconic script means, a couple of translations. It translates to ambition, overlord, cruelty, or as ambition, tyranny, cruelty. And we've all seen it. Well, the picture I saw of him on the, on the site, if you've all seen him, remember, he's, he's pretty old, isn't he? <laughs> he's so great. A great age where he's got the tattered skin on his wings and tail, broken chipped horns, chin spikes, dull color. Wow. Smog he isn't. So, you know, that's Parthenax in a nutshell. There's a, actually quite a bit on him and the other dragons, but this is just a small taste. Hopefully, it's enough for everyone to go out there and start looking him up and looking up the other dragons, the history behind them. So, hope you all like it.
Great job, Lou. Thanks a lot. And that's why I always call at least once a week, message Lou and say, Lou, I just want to tell you you're my hero. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Flush. The the chat room was cheering you on and Liz threw her underwear at you. Me too. I also did. Yeah, so did I. I was able to pry the thong out and get it thrown. Get it (laughs) thrown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lou's like, I'm hanging this one on the wall. That's right, baby. The groupies of Skyrim. The really, the really big red ones, Lou, I wouldn't... I'd just throw those out. <laughs> I'd have you know, those are comfy. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay, I think it's time to get on to the, the town square. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. Did you hear that? We are in the town square. With the producer's email of the week first. And it comes to us from Connor M. He says, Hey guys, as a PS3 player, I've tried to distance myself from Skyrim knowing I'm going to have to wait an extra month for Dawnguard. But I'd like to point out, they released Fallout 3 DLC a month earlier on Xbox. And same with New Vegas. It's not a new thing from Bethesda. It is well known that Microsoft had a deal with Bethesda, which just shows that money rules the roost. Also, some of the cheaper DLC for Oblivion never made, never even came close to coming out for PS3. Raging isn't the word, but I'm over that since Skyrim's awesomeness. Listening always, Connor M. Any thoughts, gentlemen? Well, uh, I'd, I'd like to say that um, some of this, some of this obviously sucks. Well, you know, just in plain plain English, you know, it sucks um, to to have to have a DLC come out and you you know for whatever reason you can't get it. Some of some of my favorite games out there have released DLC, but not even in the country. Um, Sacred Two, which was like a ridiculous RPG, was out for the 360. I played the hell out of that back in 2008, which is embarrassing to admit, but <laughs> um, I loved Sacred Two. But they never came out with the 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 the, uh, the expansion in in the United States, and I was furious at that. But sometimes that's just the way that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. Your mother told you, you know what I mean? We've actually I'm going to put this out right now before we continue on these emails. Is that we had the biggest email response to any of our um, that one segment where we talk a lot about different topics. The mannered um, man. Thank you. That one. <laughs> <laughs> We got more responses from that Banner Mare topic last week or two weeks ago than any other Banner Mare we've ever done. And both positive for what we said and against what we said. And you know what? Both were valid points. Yeah. I'm not retracting what I said because that's how I felt. But I also see the points from all perspectives. Well, I don't think anyone called for that. No one no one said that they, they thought you were inappropriate or that we were Some being did. inappropriate. Really? Yeah, one or two did. And those are the ones yeah. we didn't use. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of them was pretty oh. bad to where I just deleted it from Rainbox. Ah, right. That's why I didn't see mm-hmm. Aha! Aha! That happens. Yeah, okay. guys, don't don't be yeah, don't be so obnoxious. Like sometimes we get in some like horribly obnoxious uh, emails. You know, some people just flat out say, you know, F you guys, you guys don't know, you know, you guys don't know nothing, you guys are retards. You guys get deleted. You 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 don't even, like, affect anything at all. So, 
And I'm yeah. sure they don't even listen to the show, so I don't even know what I'm saying. It lets me down. <laughs> I get so excited every time I turn on my phone every hour and see 30 emails. And I go in there and I read these wonderful fan emails. And I get someone saying that Joe's a douchebag. It hurts my feelings, man. It really hurts well, well, here. You are a douchebag. I don't we, know why you're taking offense to that. Doesn't mean we he had to Dave. say it. We told Dave to stop <laughs> sending those emails, so we shouldn't. You, n- you can't stop me. You can't take away my voice. Uh, can if I punch it in the throat. Oh! <laughs> throat it's mine first. Punch. It's mine. Eve Larwin. Why no. don't you take the next email, buddy? Sure. This comes from Sabrina. And she, has, she says, hi there. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. <laughs> I, just finished lis- I just finished listening to episode 29. I've been listening for maybe a month or so and wanted to share a few things. I'm excited about Elder Scrolls Online. And I have to say that it's all due to you guys. I have heard some smack talk from WoW podcasts, and I think they just don't know what they're talking about and have not delved into the details like you guys have. I can't wait to see more info about this game. I will also say that I have not thought of Microsoft buying off Bethesda to release it on the Xbox. When she says it, she means Dawnguard. Um, on the Xbox before you guys brought it up, and I think you're dead on with that. Anyway, just wanted to share some thoughts. Hope you guys have a relaxing week off. I'm really enjoying the show, and I think you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the great work, Sabrina. Sabrina, thank you very much. You know what's awesome? It just occurred to me. I was thinking that taking the week off was going to be a bad thing, that our fans going to be like completely PO'd at us. But we got the exact opposite response from all of our fans. Yeah. A lot of support. And we have, I swear, QGN has the coolest fans out there, period. Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of awesome support. Emails coming in, tweets coming in, individual tweets, tweets to the show, just people saying, you know, miss you guys, but you guys deserve a week and can't wait for the next episode. And and today, too, when I was writing the show, we got some tweets coming in. Can't wait for the show to come out. It's coming out today. Like, people are getting pumped and psyched, Joe. Yeah, I know. They're tying off their arm, getting ready with the iPod needle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it, guys. Give it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Worst image ever. <laughs> Worse than Dave throwing his underwear at Lou. They're going to listen to this episode and go, I waited for this. <laughs> oh, man. You know, Sabrina, we're excited about Elder Scrolls Online just as much. And the more information we get about it, the more we can't wait. However, at recent C3, they've been dead silent. Yeah, I noticed. It's been crickets about Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> I looked on the uh, the website today. To try and try and save the news segment in some manner today. And I'm like, really, guys? Like, come on, nothing at all? Like, I've seen this trailer yeah. a million times. I'll watch it again. Explain <laughs> <laughs> it one. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Email number three goes to Lou. iTunes. <laughs> oh, this is from Jack N. And Jack writes iTunes, let smaller shows get onto your site for free or for a very small price. P.S. My mage character shot down a hawk with a fireball. Dude. Awesome. <laughs> he had a one-up day. Yes. <laughs> hawk killers unite. <laughs> hawk killers un- unanimous. That's uh, supported by Dave. 
Well, we just we just wanted to tell iTunes. Uh, iTunes, you better listen to this guy. All right, he shot down a hawk with a fireball. I think it might be next. Yeah, yeah, I would listen to him. That's deadly. Just saying. <laughs> I think it should be free the way it always has been, and I don't think there should be a very small price included. However, when it comes to the issue that we've been having with iTunes, we have a fix for it. And yeah. thanks to Mike Forney, he seems to be our savior on these occurrences more often than not. <laughs> That's right. iTunes, we found a way around you. So so we got, we're got we back on schedule with our yearly show release schedule. Um, all that good stuff. So keep looking for keep looking for new shows, guys. We have a new a new show coming out, all about QGN. Hopefully soon. We're still in the details on that. That's just like a minor hint there. Hint, 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 and all that good stuff. Anything else you want to say before we get to the next email? We should probably move on before I rage quit on my microphone at iTunes. Yeah, let's. <laughs> uh, Dave, next email. <laughs> next email comes from Trucking Through Skyrim. Says, guys, first off, I love your show. Well, we love you too. I drive a 400 mile a night route Monday through Friday. I listen to, to episodes 1 through 28 nonstop. LOL. Anyways, I get the, the being upset by the month wait, but if the shoe was on the other foot and it hit the PC first, y'all wouldn't be, y'all would be all over this. Y'all would, would have dedicated the show to it. This being said, with no anger at all, at all, y'all just sound like a kid whose friend got a toy and you didn't. I know you're not knocking platforms, but like Gorgeous Voiced Liz said, you guys get mods all the time. And, Lou, it is relevant. Guys who played Xbox listen to y'all talk all the time about awesome mods, and like you said, it sucks, but when I listen to... I listen with a smile... And know one day I'll get a laptop and be able to play, or I'll just play with what I can get. Love you guys. Trucking through Skyrim, out. I guess this is, I gotta get this out through my head here, because this is something that all of us on network are getting so tired about. It's not even funny. We are in no way, shape, or form, at all, or ever, any console or platform specific for Skyrim. This is all about Skyrim. Not about what it's played on. If it would have been a PS3 exclusive and everyone else had to wait 30 days, we would have had the same response. Same with the PC, because we would have been upset for our console fans. We love all of our fans, no matter what platform you guys play on, period. It's all Skyrim. We didn't think it was fair, even because none of us... I'm going to remind you, everybody here, that none of us play it on PS3. And how much did we talk about PS3 players and how we felt bad for them. I think we represented them and, and their plight very, very well through through the show. So getting this kind of email is actually misinformed, sir. Well, I, I would like to say, number one, um, I, I, feel, I feel this guy uh, trucking through Skyrim is a, a huge fan and I thought very respectful. Um, <laughs> And and I and I get that. I'm I'm really you know I'm really happy, dude, that that you love our you love our shows, and and that's 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 a great feeling to have for us. You know, we we're we're lucky to have a fan like you, especially one who speaks up when when he's upset about something. But I think at it, it, this particular I think this particular issue, um, to say what we would have done 
in the absence of that instance, I don't think is really appropriate. You know, I mean, if this, if the, if the PC got this and the consoles didn't, we'd be angry. Very. We'd be playing it. Yes, you're right. But you know, uh, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. You know, I have, I have a 360. This doesn't affect me. I'm not affected by this. You know, I could. I, I could not do this podcast and, and care less because I have a 360. I play this. And then and Joe and Dave would be sitting there and, and Lou would be sitting there like, you know, gee, I wish I could play it. And I'd be like, whatever. You don't have it. Oh, you know what? Let's leave the it. Fact is- leave it to you, Varwin, to correct my mistakes as I say something stupid without explaining myself first. <laughs> what did I do? You're <laughs> my hero, Varwin. Came to my rescue. No, no, I have nothing at all against trucking through Skyrim, man. I get full respect for you. 400 miles a night? Wow. That would drive me insane. I thought I had a long commute. (laughs) Dude, I am so glad if we can help you through that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But just to kind of finish off what I was saying, you know, know, uh, I'm unaffected by this. And, you know, I I came on this podcast last week, or the week before, rather, and I, I said, you know, this is my piece over it. You know, I, I'm glad 360 guys, which includes me. Oh, got yeah. This. No. Leave out the, that the was never the thing. I wasn't trying to rag on 360 at all during that. I don't think none of us were. Oh. No. No, I'm happy for our 360 players. I mean, we got a, a lot of responses from a lot of the fans who do play on 360 saying how much they love the game. It just made me want to play it more. Right. And when it does come out for PS for PC, I'm going to be all over it and say, you guys were right. And and just just one more thing, just the frustration that you hear in in our voices is not is not is not from this email. No, not at all. It was just no. cumulative. It was like a, you know how you get something builds up over time, and then that one little thing, even though it may not have exactly been related, just sets you off. I, I'm I mean the, between the emails that we get and the ridiculous one star reviews that we get on iTunes for being, um, you know one-sided for PCs and against consoles. All right. I mean, yes, we do a lot of in-game reporting based on PC because that's that's how we play. We play on the PC. And the mod community is huge. We can't ignore, ignore it when you do a podcast about a game that has an enormous mod community. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we... to to get some of the stuff that we do actually get on a regular basis that, oh, you guys are, you know, uh, so you guys hate consoles and you're so against consoles, like like we're elitist jerks. We You couldn't have gotten a bigger group together that is anti-elitist. I actually, Lou and I formed a guild in Rift a year ago about elitism. We were anti-elitist. We are not elitists here. We play on the PC, but we love console too. I have, I, I, I can't, I, I'm like sick of saying it. I have a 360. I just said earlier in the show, if I had a choice, I'd be playing on the PS3. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, ha- I don't have a PS3 or I would be on it. And by the way, I would still be pissed as I am, you know, playing on the PC that I didn't get it on the PS3. And if that means that, you know, I'm mad that that guy got it before me. If I had the the 360, I wouldn't be playing it on the 360. That's just, you know, I sold my 360 because I I just, I don't really care for it. But that's just me. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's just my one opinion, but that's not, 
that we're not going to cover what happens on the 360 compared to what happens to any other console differently. It's like we always said before, if something awesome came out for a console, we'd be all over it like flies to poo-poo talking about it. So anyway, I think we beat that one to death. Lou, anything you want to say? No. No, you guys pretty much you know, summed it all up. I'll go with that. <laughs> all right, next email. Again, trucking through Skyrim. Keep on trucking, buddy. Anyway. Hey, guys. Ken from London. The first two DLCs for Skyrim were, are exclusive to Xbox. This deal was done and decided way before the game even came out, August 2011. Bethesda were not to know that the PS3 version would suffer many problems. This was a viable deal for Bethesda as they would get a good deal from Microsoft, so this is probably what they did. why they did it. After doing research with the company, e.g. Microsoft or Sony, did not make the deal for DLC exclusively, exclusivity yeah. the DLC will not be exclusive therefore it means Microsoft believes it is important that DLC gets to their platform first as they make a lot of these deals whereas Sony not as much so this is why Dawn Guards is one of the many DLCs exclusive to Xbox keep up the great work and see you in two weeks Ken from London thoughts I think it speaks for itself if I didn't butcher it too badly no I, I think it speaks for itself I mean uh, he's he's basically saying here that that uh, it's it's on the the platform, the companies that own these platforms to put in for for the DLC, and you know if they don't put in for it, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. No, it could have been a very brilliant thing by Microsoft. You never know. I still don't really think so, but it could be. I don't either. I could. I I'd hate to. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine a world where you know Sony and and. Uh, no, that's not. That's absolutely at, completely inaccurate, because there's no one company that owns the in quotes PC market. So yeah, th- there really isn't. So if anybody <laughs> is going to be able to pay for it first, it's always going to be a console. Yeah, and if they wanted to release it to PC, they would just release it to PC through Steam. It would take two seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was this was obviously a planned move by Bethesda. Like, I hate to call the guy out and say, like, Ken, you're wrong. But, dude, I'm sorry. You're not right. I mean, just take the mental steps here. Um, maybe it's different for Microsoft and Sony. Maybe Sony said, ah, we'll opt out of it. I don't think they would do that. But at the same token, like, no, like I said, no one owns the PC console. You know, it's, it's well, mm-hmm. no, I'm pretty sure it went down like you know, some dude in a in a nice suit walks into Bethesda. He's all like, "What's up, guys? I'm from Microsoft. Here's a briefcase full of money. Give me it a month ahead of time." Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's pretty much how it went. You know, just Sony didn't send their like dude an old uh, briefcase full of money. And... An old gangster scenario. Exactly. You see here, would... we got this deal for you. <laughs> Want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if someone from Microsoft would walk into into our little virtual studio and plop a briefcase filled with money down and said, "Hey guys, I want all your podcasts on Zoom Marketplace." Heck yeah! I mean, <laughs> like, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, but again, this this is just one of those moves that. Gamers, no matter what console they're on, they'll notice and they won't appreciate. I know there are games, they could be the perfect game, but I've said it before, I'll say it again, I refuse to buy certain games 
because they've done things like this. Like, um, one in particular, which is uh, Heavy Rain, I think was the name of it. Mm-hmm. I refused to buy it because they refused to, to offer um, the collector's edition in America. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that game. Like, everyone was talking about Heavy Rain like three years ago, and it didn't. Yeah, I, I refused think it to buy it. Well, I refused to buy it because of how they were doing their practices. They were not treating America like everyone else. So I, I was like, N- I'm not going to deal with that. So I, I didn't even buy their stuff. There's other ones like um, a lot of these exclusivities just for if you go out to um, Best Stop or Game Buy and go and, and they have, oh, if you buy it from our store, you get a special whatever. I refuse to buy those games. Really? That isn't going to entice me to buy it. That's going to entice me not to buy it. Dave is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Game Buy came up to me and said, "Here's a free game if you if you're gonna buy this one." I'd be like, "Okay." Game Buy, <laughs> Game Buy, Game Buy, and Best Stop. Game Buy, Best Stop. Uh, best game you would get it. If there was best a game out in the game, you would get it. <laughs> Lou, right. you want to grab our five star review shoutouts? Sure thing. Five star review shoutouts from America. A huge Skyrim fan, really. He or she is a huge Skyrim fan. <laughs> Colts Rock one one. Would that be the football team? I I, I could have um, words this person here being a Green Bay fan, but I'm not going to go there. Bears up, bears up, bears up, bears. Jorka Keaton and wow, this one's got okay. A no, 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 stop right here. Letters. This person was funny. They gave us a yeah. five star review again. That this is the second one, saying because we did not shut out their five star review last time. The name is the reason why. If it's unpronounceable and fifty thousand letters long, um... can I can I try it? <laughs> yeah, try it, Dave. But for the okay. sake of fun, we're gonna let Dave try it. All right, it, it is as you hear it. Did I miss anything? I think you were right on target. I was on yeah, the money, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad, Dave. I'm actually kind of impressed. Oh, <laughs> it was like that one villain on uh, what? Super Friends? Mitzelplik? Yeah, Dave, 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 we're going to get an email now that it's, guys, you said it wrong. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, hold on a second here. I think I think I recognize this. It's Anasazi. I recognize it from the long string of consonants. Is it? Indeed. It's no, it's Farsi. It actually means sneeze. Farsi. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're moving on, Lou. <laughs> that was two. Stuart, one, two, three, zero, five. Hold on a second, Lou. Lou, Dave, that was two X Files references that you missed in this one show. I know the Anazazi. I got it. You suck. You know, the aliens. I you missed I... it. You missed it. Whatever. God. Go ahead, Lou. I'm sorry. G Tug F. Tyler G. From our friends across the pond in the UK, Biosun. From our friends that land down under, Gemma J. New Zealand, Cavalier born, Duck Hamill. Duck Hamill. Duck Hamill. He's Duck Hamill. Duck Hamill. Careful, he spits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we really want to hear my final thoughts, guys? No. All right, fair enough. Ivaro, on your final thoughts. I think 
that everything here today has been quite Evarwini. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Lou. I'm going to have an Evarwini night the moment we log off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wow. god, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Too much info. TMI. Dave. <laughs> I was going to make a dirty Varwin joke, but it, it ain't going to go on there. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else you'd like to say? Um, no. Dragon mounts. All right. I just want to hint that we may have a awesome um, guest host coming up in a couple of weeks. A reoccurring one. We're going to confirm it, and you'll know it. If not, then I apologize in advance. Anyway, uh, I, I am... Loving this episode. I am really scared to listen to it tomorrow when I am not on the lore tap. And I hope you all can forgive me. In the meantime, I let's uh, go ahead and actually get into how to reach us. And I'm going to do it myself this time. I know, weird, right? A little. A little bit, but I like this. This is turning in the right direction. Yeah, I'm not making one of you guys do it. <laughs> taking the reins myself. All right. Let's how to reach us! Everything about this show, ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com, one word. Everything about our network that you would possibly want to know about us and some stuff you really did not want to know, QuestGamingNetwork.com. Go there, it's cool. All right, if you want to email us and give us more hate email that we love to read and break my heart and, you know, make me cry, ElderScrollsOffTheRecord at gmail.com. And please take our radio survey found at each of our brand new websites. It only takes five minutes and is vastly more important in our shows than the five-star reviews on iTunes. <clears throat> Not really. Anyway, um, <laughs> but we still really, really like it if you guys take that radio survey so we can make this show better for you guys. And that's all seriousness. We really take everything because they all come in anonymous for the reports. And it lets us know what people really think about the show and how we can change it for the better. Um, $10 mentions. At the head of every episode, we have a spot available for any listener to say whatever they like within reason for a measly $10 donation. Just tell us in the donation box what you like us to say and what show you like us to sell it, say it on. And we will be more than happy to do that for you guys. Don't forget our other shows, Diablo Off the Record every Friday, Minecraft Off the Record every Sunday, Sator Reforged, yes, it's Sator Reforged now, every Monday, and the guys are doing a fantastic job with it. I got a, a good laugh out of it last time. Thanks. You know, that they was actually me. an extremely funny episode. I was dying. Between Fred and Lou and the Navarro and trying to rope them in, hilarious. <laughs> You yeah. really gotta listen to it. Episode yeah. two, great stuff. I'll record it live at livestream.com forward slash the quest show at 7 p.m. Except for you know the wicked stepchild Diablo off the record. They have to be different. <laughs> 6 p.m. Because we're special. 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 Elder Scrolls off the record on Twitter at Elder Scrolls O T R. And yes, that is Eastern time, ladies and gentlemen. And I can be found at author J.R. Wilson, A-U-T-H-O-R-J-R-W-I-L-S-O-N. I have never spelled that out before. On the air. Funny. Ivarwin can be found at Ivarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. There's no <laughs> There's no Y at the end of that. Thanks, whoever did that. <laughs> Screwing with me. 
Lou can be found at GamerGuy one one B, and he is officially fired from this episode. Uh, Dave can be found at D Enforce, and I am not saying it. D I E N F O R C E. D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Where's that mute? Force. Wow. <laughs> All right. That was a long time coming for that one. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Stickyhead. Definitely had to clear the pipes on that one. <laughs> vocal. vocal <laughs> well, by the way, one of the funniest things in the last episode period that made me laugh every single time I heard it over and over again was Dave mentioning using a breathalyzer to record his, uh, to control his mouse. His, <laughs> his double click. I couldn't stop laughing. I swear it kills me every time. That was ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell was that? I'm listening to my car. I'm like, what the God, what is he doing? And he goes, that was me double clicking. I'm like, oh my God, really? This <laughs> nonchalant. <laughs> Funniest thing. Man. I think I killed my brother in that episode. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I just want to say, boost raw you all next week. Take care, guys. Be safe. May the force be with you! Take care, everyone. Have a good night. See you all next week. Who's Runa? The truth is out there. Trust no one. You guys got to really fix those chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Happy, worry happy. <laughs> because, dear God, Miss is going to be horrible. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. I think pretty soon you're going to be proposing a, uh, a, a wow off the record. I think, I think pretty soon you're going to be like, so Joe, uh, I wanted just to just say, like... You know, the panda thing's really not that bad. <laughs> it is that bad. Camp? This one Joe. time at gaming camp? What? Joe, when when Mist comes out, we're doing a, a World of Warcraft off the record. What? <laughs> <laughs> Producer says no. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm so email. excited. Just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. Ooh, and I think I like it. Oh yeah. So uh this episode's gonna be fun with Joe Pifro drug. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh Dave, I we both downloaded the same version, uh the same episode of Ass Masters. Is that the one with the interracial midget duo? That's the one. Ass Masters Oh, my God. Five. That one's hilarious when they bring that donkey in. Oh, my God. See, guys, you have two choices. You can go see the Hoover Dam or the Donkey Show. You can always see the Hoover Dam. But how many people can say they've seen the Donkey Show? Come on. It's a lady donkey. Lady donkey. No, is his name is an anagram. It actually is a Varwin. His first name is Ava, but he doesn't go by it because it sounds girly. His middle name is Randolph, so we call him Randy. His last name is Winston. W-Y-N-S-T-O-N. So it's it's Ava R. Winston. It's 
Evarwin. Evarwin. Yeah, that's actually correct. So it's Ava Randolfio Winston. Mm hmm. Okay, just making sure I had that right. The fifth. <laughs> I can't. I can't bring it. We did to him again. <laughs> the parents went into the hospital and filled out the birth certificate before he was born. Yeah, they wanted it to be a surprise. It didn't really work out in their favor. No, they were surprised. Well, that's what happens when you give birth drunk. I almost lost my Mountain Dew right there. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just birth drunk love. There you go. We're gonna call him Ava, but it's a boy. Ava! Hell, <laughs> oh, damn it! Where's the pen? Write this shit myself if you can't do it. Mom? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Liz. Um, the ultrasound showed that he was a girl. Varun was a late bloomer into the third trimester. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, there it is. Yeah, he was twelve before both of them descended. You're being kind, it was actually nineteen. <laughs> we're still not sure if they did. <laughs> oh wait, wait, the there it went. It just went. Yay! <laughs> the good thing is he doesn't Hi, work. I'm Varun. <laughs> he, he didn't any yeah for the type of Stargate reference and Sam Carter would say just because my balls are on the inside <laughs> Liz is saying maybe it was just really cold in the womb his mom enjoyed ice a little bit too much well, that's what happens when you constantly drink ice-cold beer during the pregnancy. The uh, temperature... <laughs> <laughs> you know it's cold when the mountains turn blue! <laughs> so you, gotta, you, you gotta hand it to her, though. She tried doing right by me. She tried to increase the surface temperature a bit by smoking a lot as well. <laughs> Unfortunately. Your mom's going to lose this one episode, that's it, in the outtakes, and she's going to reach around to smack you. <laughs> she does too she does that it's hysterical but she, but she really wanted to take it up a notch and just skip right over onto cigars instead of cigarettes right exactly it's what happened yeah she's done a little time in jail for smoking cubans but it's all right yeah she's good. still very womanly even with the skull tattoo that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the stuff with my mom she would talk to me for a month after she heard it <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't start talking about my mom or she'd probably agree. <laughs> Dave, like I'm telling my secrets. Who's <laughs> <laughs>